Noun. Death, destruction, or some other terrible fate. Verb. Condemned to certain destruction or death, or caused to have an unfortunate and inescapable outcome. It comes from the Old English meaning statute, judgment. But it is Germanic in origin, from a base meaning to put in place. It is doom. And ultimately, we are all doomed right here in the doom room. See? It was right in the name and everything. It was, it was rhyming <laughs> doom with doom. I'm Alex. I'm sobbing. Uh, boom, boom. I'm crying. I'm Pete. I'm I can't believe you just tried to rhyme doom with doom. It's the last you episode, baby. You just gave up. You, you just said, I listened. I, I can't believe you did it, and you crushed it. Nope. Kicked it right over the goal line. No, you didn't. Got a hole you in one. closed the loop. Closed the loop. There you go. Because you had the time. You had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, finally, you end the episode on your terms. I'm finally separating from this podcast and going my own direction because you guys have been holding me back, man. Oh, wow. Good luck. <laughs> oh, no. Am I dead? I'm the dead <laughs> Do we get to I... set you on fire now? Absolutely. Please. And pop my blob. We're going to be talking about Doom Patrol's final episode, the final episode of the show ever. Season four, episode 12, Done Patrol. We have been speculating all season long. Uh, as to whether they got to do a fitting ending or if this was going to feel like the end of season four. Spoilers on here if you haven't seen it. This is 100% a series finale of Doom Patrol. They wrap up absolutely everything. As Pete said, a lot of open I'm questions. Uh, a lot of open questions out there. I mean, I guess. You know, there's always room Not for really. more because it's superhero stories, but this is as definitive an ending as you're going to get for anything in the superhero realm. I'm not going to talk through every... Well, I mean, very briefly, and this is like the briefest of all possible recaps, after not actually finishing up the Isabel Feathers bet storyline where those two opposing forces team up to become musical theater powerhouse and the Doom Patrol essentially does nothing, which they cop to, they realize they need to separate after Rita dies, and that's what they do. Everybody heads up in their own direction. Several characters die. Several characters enter new states of being, and uh, we end... Uh, on a very poignant of montage course, with Cliff. Yes, I, I feel so dumb for not knowing. I mean, there were so many Teen Titan issues where Cyborg was a TA, and we should have known that was coming. We should it have was seen... originally the book, and comic book fans know this, it was originally called TA Titans. Oh, wow. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. You're in the doom room. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. Booyah. Uh, before we get into specifics, and I'm sure we're going to get into a lot of specifics here, I am curious to hear from you guys. How did you feel about oh, this hey. as an episode? How did you feel about this as a conclusion for the show? Pete, I was particularly curious about you because I was worried about your emotions while I was watching this. Yeah. You did know, you feel them? I I laughed. I cried. Um, you know, I, I definitely... It was surprising the part that got me, uh, maybe not to you guys, but I was like, oh man, this all these sad endings. I wonder which one's going to break me. And of course, it was Cliff in the car. You know, you got the car. That is absolutely not surprising. Why do you think that's surprising? I was surprised by it. I was like, this is that's where you're insane. crying. This is where you're crying. That is the see most obvious thing that's happened. The in car perspective of, of his life moving forward. I Oh my God, it got me so good. How did you oh, know? What part, of, what part of Titanic did you cry at? The part where he's at the front of the ship shouting how happy he is? Or the end with the ship sink? Which part? Which part made you cry? I guess I'm asking. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I guess my big question is, uh, you were surprised that Cliff, your favorite character on the show, dying in a car, your favorite thing on the show, was the thing that got you? No, I was just, as the sad endings were happening, I was like, oh man, I'm not crying. And look at me, I'm fucking made of steel. Nothing can get to me now. And then you're Cliff, Cliff. And I was a you mess. psycho. I you're Cliff, you're like, I'm mess. made of metal. I don't, nothing bothers me. I'm cool. And then your <laughs> eyes went away at the end. Yeah. Full yeah. of tears. Yeah, the I in my eyes went out as I uh, I mean, watered up. I wasn't as surprised as Pete, I guess, but I was surprised how affecting the end was, mm-hmm. and the way they went to Cliff as the final moment and the final sort of character here, and gave him this almost short, fit, poignant short film about you know parenthood and time that. I was really affected by it. I didn't cry, but I had like chills. Mm-hmm. I was really, it was very good. And, and were it, you like, I guess oh to, man, I got to fix up my Subaru, make sure it's going to last for generations, you know? Yeah, I guess it, given the spectrum of all the emotions that I was feeling <laughs> and Cliff was feeling, and then the one thing about a car, I yeah. definitely felt the car. Thing, <laughs> yeah, you, know? you were like, oh man, I got to get my subs and, and Jack. Yeah, because otherwise, what is it? What are my children going to have all these experiences in? I did. I love that sequence. Like you, Justin, I was very curious, given that everybody was separating how we were going to end it, how, you know, what the last shot was going to be. And I think they crushed that. Like, maybe what you're responding to, Pete, is I was surprised they end with Cliff, but I think that's kind of where things started, right? So that's how you're going to come full circle in a way. It started in terms of the show, not in terms of the continuity of the show. So of course you have to end with him. And of course you have to end with the last shot. And I thought the last line, it's okay, I made it home. That's the one that got me like a little choked up. It's really good. There. Um, and also just while we're talking about that montage at the end, I loved that they didn't shy away from the bad parts, you know? Ugh, agree. Mm-hmm. I loved that. It was also a weird back-to-back watch. This is a spoiler for another show. I know you guys don't watch Rick and Morty, but Mm. they did basically the same thing at the end of Rick and Morty this week as well, where they had a montage of an entire person's life and didn't shy away from the bad parts. And it was very affecting in a very similar way, even though the end result where Rick and Morty went to the end versus where Doom Patrol went to the end were very different. But it's a very effective technique. You know, it goes back... Probably goes back farther than this, but I always think of it as like the Genesis is the beginning of Up, those first five minutes, where you're like, oh my God, why am I crying at the first five minutes of Up as you go through this entire person's life? Um, But it works very well. I'm sorry, but now you're the Pete, because that (laughs) is obviously not where that began, and it's just an emotional montage is the thing you're saying. It's the same. Up Up was the first movie, right? (laughs) The idea of saying saying that a Pixar movie, like, really innovated in that way is very funny. (laughs) I was going to say it reminded me of the Star Trek Next Generation episode where we see Jean-Luc Picard live a life. Um, in Ooh. the uh, after he plays a flute, he just out nerded you, Zelvatron. Oh about? yeah, no, I, I do. Uh, yes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> woo! So overall, TKO. I thought this episode was great. I thought this was a great conclusion to the show. Really loved where everybody went up, ended up, which I'm sure we'll talk about individually. But I did want to throw out one criticism slash question to you guys that I wanted to get your Ooh. feedback on. I'll take uh, the question. Great. 
I'll I don't know if I agree with Larry's conclusion here. I understand why they put it out, but Larry being like, hey, we've ultimately been pretty bad for each other and made the world worse as we've been together. We've caused all the problems and they cause subsequent problems. We got to separate in order to make things better and find ourselves. I don't know if that's been the core ethos of the show the entire time. Like That's true, but it is very kind of like, you know, you have to work on yourself mm-hmm. to kind of be able to fit into a bigger picture thing. You know, if you're broken, you can't help as well as you could if you weren't type of philosophy. But I do agree with what you're saying. Like, I was upset that the choice that they made at Doom Patrol was like, well, the show's ending. We should break up as a superhero team. I was like, what? What well, we're is breaking all up at the end of this been? podcast. We're oh, breaking wow. up at the end of this podcast. Yeah, this is the last run. one, so. Yeah, I just, I was a little surprised that that I'm gonna, was I'm like, going to go kiss my girlfriend in space. That's my plan. What are you guys doing? I'm die in a car, like Pete lake. said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pete said I should die in a car. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. Nice. Uh, what I was going to say is, I, I agree with you. I thought that message was a little harsh and strangely took on Larry's POV, his like sort of bummer POV, yeah. which is something the whole series was about them pushing against and mm-hmm. saying like, Larry, you're good. You don't have to think things like that. But I do agree with the underlying philosophy that being on Doom Patrol was sort of treading water for all of them. And it was standing in the way of them getting better. And they were, they were distracting themselves with all these like uh, very great missions, missions and intense yeah. things. But they were, at the end of the day, really ginning them up. And they were causing problems for themselves, maybe as a subconscious means of distracting themselves from actually making their lives better. Are you yeah. saying we're holding you back, Justin? Is that what you're saying? That this whole time you could have been doing better things? But Yeah. My friend Derek made a tiny robot, <laughs> and I want to go start a school about it or whatever. Okay. I love that part where the kids were like, why are you here? Yeah, like, why <laughs> Me you too. Here? I was like, hey. yes, kid, you're speaking for all of us. Yeah. Uh, well, regardless, Cyborg is happy. That's cool. I The other thing that I... Th- think like didn't quite gel which i understood is the idea robot of, tattoos robot tattoos yeah i don't know about that mm. but uh, that the thing strange. that I, I didn't quite get is like rita saying listen we have big journeys ahead of all of us we're gonna grow and change and i understand they're wrapping up the show in an hour so they can't be like here's all of that but a lot of those journeys were very short like a lot of those journeys and- were like and you leave do better and they're immediately done and I would argue none of them really changed. They all just went and did the thing that everyone knew they had to do. <laughs> yes. Well, let's like talk. Of course, Larry was going to get back together with his leg. Well, I don't know if you boyfriend. saw Kay and Stacy or, or Casey going to space to raise the cat together. You didn't. You didn't have that on your bingo card. I did actually. Yeah, that we, was the center square. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a that's prime real estate on the bingo card. <laughs> yeah, you got to commit to that. That's, on the bingo that's card. yeah. Before we talk about the endings, I know we're jumping right to this, but I do want to jump back to the beginning, uh, just because we do have the wrap-up of both the Butts and the Isabel Feathers storyline, which I thought was very fun and perfectly Doom Patrol. Uh, You know, I know we were just talking about it before, but the idea, it never occurred to me at any point that the Butts were obsessed with musical theater and Isabel Feathers is obsessed with musical theater, so of course they're going to bond over that. Uh, and the the shot all she of, needs is butts in the seats, and she's living her best life. You know uh, what I mean? 
That's great, Pete. Crushed it. That's great. Crushed Good it. Stuff. Great line. Uh, the Ugh. shot of I, I love the team like actually stepping up and being a superhero team for once. I thought that was very fun. Jane using all of her kaleidoscope powers. So cool. Nick flaming sword. Uh, Cliff picking up the seats and immediately falling over because he freezes was a great punctuation so to that. Funny. And then ultimately them being like trying to sing along with this musical number and backing out of the theater. Just a, a fun, perfectly Doom Patrol punctuation to that whole sequence. Yeah, and even Agreed. Madame Rouge running up being like, yeah, reinforcements is here. I, I, I really thought that like, the way that was all shot also looked like kind of like because they're in a black box theater it had this kind of theater quality to the effects and stuff which i thought really was fun and worked really well for the show in this kind of campy theater type way i thought they leaned into it in in the perfect where he like jumps when cyborg jumps with the flaming sword and then just kind of gets bounced away i i really thought the effects on that were really were really fun it was. It did look good. And I also think it was a nice microcosm of the series where they're like, all right, let's do this. And they all, like, Madame Rouge runs away. Jane is too powerful for a second and doesn't know what to do. Cyborg does a superhero pose and then gets wrecked. Like, it was them being bad, and then it was them running away and being like, back to status quo. Let's have a party at the manor. And yeah. then we get the transition of the big change of Rita dying. And so that breaks the, the model and the routine, and then they spin off. Well, I would argue the thing that breaks the routine is the fact that they all have breakfast, but are civil about it and like being with each other. Like to me, that is the big change in the series because every single family meal they've had before, which was really dug down pretty hard, I think it was the last episode by Rita, is she just wants to get through one meal where like they're civil with each other and they have a nice yeah. time and enjoy each other's company. And that's ultimately what they get towards is this idea that they don't hate each other. They don't want to get away from each other, which is something that's happened for four seasons. They are ultimately family and families fight and they get annoyed at each other, but they like each other's company and love each other at the same time. And that's what I got from this meal down to like Larry going through his rote typical, we didn't do anything stuff and everybody being kind of okay with it. Um, and then you get this lovely yeah. moment, which I also, I felt very stupid for not picking up on, but they ask Jane about her name and she's like, I don't know. I've been hearing this word kaleidoscope. And they say, that's kind of a complicated name. Why don't we just call you K? And I was like, of, of course. Great. Yeah, absolutely. I awesome. also thought that was great. A bit presumptuous of Cyborg to be like, is this going to be emotionally affecting for you to call you K the name that has been a constant friend? And he's just like, how about K? I was like, oh, cool it a little bit. Dude. But yes, that's very poignant and cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, uh, nice because it was kind of Rita's last wish, you know, in the prior episode where she just wanted to have a meal with everybody and have a nice time. Um, and so, yeah, I was a little weirded out by the fact that Rita is kind of clearly slowly dying in front of everybody. And they were like, all right, Rita, wheel away. We'll see you soon. I was uh, like, that hey, way yeah, you're not coming back downstairs. Like the second yeah. she's like, well, I'm going to go upstairs to put on Here my I go. costume. I was like, I was oh like goodbye, God. Rita. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Well, I have, a big, I have a big important question before we get there. Now, when you're making pancakes like that, right. I think it was really upsetting the way that Larry waited to cook all of them and then put them out because the bottom ones are going to be cold. Mm. And that's just another example of Larry blowing it big time. <laughs> wow that's I mean, why you're he had right. to go into space can... and become a son is so he could keep all the pancakes evenly heated 
That's smart. That's right. That's the I, I think uh, I love your attention to de- detail there. JT says you can tell a man who slings cakes, and uh, you're right. You can't slinging have, cakes. You can't have those sitting around, man. You well, why there are hungry people sitting out there being like, "Yo, I, I don't want to wait for the big pile reveal. Get me some fucking yeah. cakes, bro." Exactly. Who goes first? You roll them out one at a time, and everyone mm-hmm. talks a little bit, and they go and do their business, like dying upstairs. Right, exactly. Maybe well, that's why Rita died. Cakes. She was like, I can't take these cold pancakes anymore. <laughs> Just kill me already. Yeah. That's what she said. Euthanasia. I... <laughs> I'm going to check cakes. myself into the hospital and be like, hey, I had some cold pancakes this morning. Can you kill me? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Jesus Christ. And hospitals around the country are like, no problem, sir. Please. I would. Hey, no the problem. Cattle. We got you, buddy. The, they I get did. the cattle Is that killer. A cattle from, <laughs> like the thing yeah, from the cattle uh, head popper from uh, No Country, uh, for, no old country for Old. Yeah, one hundred percent. They have that I in every hospital. Like... <laughs> Go in room to room. Yeah, they keep one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did like Rita's uh, uh, speech with Madame Rouge when she initially runs away, and we, the audience, who are kind of cliff, being like, "Hey, where are you going?" The fact that they kind of do get a nice moment together. Uh, before she uh, dies horribly in her, her bed. Um, I think dies peacefully. It, well, dies peacefully you know, yeah. I mean, that color she turned into, it didn't It didn't look like she, you know what I mean? It seemed like. Well, she's goo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, right, I think they said, Pete, death ain't pretty. Think of the mm-hmm. colors that you're going to turn oh, when man. you die. Yeah. One thing they didn't bring up is she probably shat herself right at the end there. So they didn't mention yeah. that either. But it definitely. I happened. can't wait for that. That's the Why real release you? of death. Oh, my God. Uh, no consequences <laughs> shit in the bed. Uh, I was trying to dream. talk about nice Rita things and you guys. No are... consequences. There's always consequences to shit Usually, in the bed, man. Do, doesn't no, matter. You're dying. dead. You're dead. <laughs> Someone's still got to clean that up, man. Yeah. Yeah, but and you don't have to. It's no consequences for you. Do you think your last oh, words so are going to be no consequences right before you shit yourself? <laughs> I I want to try hard to not have it be that, but I can't. Do you know what I'm going to do as a death? I'm going to whisper no consequences. <laughs> as a death present for you, I'm going to make it no consequences. It says no consequences in the style of the no fear T-shirts. Oh, Whoa. sick! So I can just point at it when I'm dying. Yeah, you don't have to say you can't talk. Yeah. Hey, grandson, <laughs> points and shirt. What do you mean, dad, granddad? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. You better be in your car, no. so you better not shit in your car. Uh, legally, he pointed at the shirt. There's no consequences. The uh, I agree with I'm gonna you. Be, Pete, just to be clear, I'm going to be in the car in the bed. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Race car bed. That's a classy move, bro. <laughs> Actual race car bed that works as a race car <laughs> as well. Vroom, um, vroom. I agree with you on the Rita Laura seed. That relationship yes. has been great. What a wonderful thing that they discovered over the past couple of seasons. Those two actresses are so good together. And I also love the surprise that Rita comes back as Ghost Rita. Another thing that makes total sense. Sex Ghost concept. Rita. Let's not. Yeah, Sex Ghost Rita. Uh, very fun. Um, before that, though, we get everybody eating Isabel's toenails which they don't hesitate to do at all. Also very fun. Uh, the reveal that Isabel and the Butts for the past thousand years have become Broadway superstars. Great wrap up there. Yeah. Um, but the whole Rita sequence I thought was perfectly Goudoum Patrol. I thought her speech was lovely to the team. 
I love the funeral where they're bringing your gifts where she's like, please don't remember me that way. That was so funny. I thought that was a great scene because it was, it was perfectly Doom Patrol where it was like them all fucking something up in ways where you're like, surely they're not. Oh, they also did. They also did the worst thing, (laughs) which was great. And then her acknowledging it, something poignant and beautiful with Ave Maria from Kay. Yeah. And then (laughs) popping the Rita balloon and it's stinking so bad. Oh, man. That's great. Classic Doom Patrol. I thought I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised that they brought back Rita after that. But if Rita's last line was, it's fine, it's totally fine, I wrote that down as like, that's Doom Patrol. Like, that's what they are constantly aiming for is not catharsis it's not ultimate salvation or anything like that it's just like let's get to a place where we're fine like where things are just not horrible or anything in that realm let's just get to okay well and i also really like that because i agree that was great and it was a great like counterpoint if you think about that versus the end with cliff where cliff got to take in the expansiveness of life all the good things and bad things and really see it all before he left and rita was like ugh, okay it's fine like she's just in the moment was like, this is all fine. Who cares? Like it was a great sort of two takes on death. Um, I just want to shout out, you get all the sex go sex you want for the, I think that was Cliff's line about Rita as she was dying. And we got to pull Rita out of Satan's ass crack. Great Cliff, Cliff living. Yeah, I was, su- I was a little disappointed. No one else wanted to save Rita, but uh, yeah, I mean. Well, they all did except for Rita. Right. And they respected her wishes, which I liked. I liked knowing that that is part of the world, that you can go to hell and get the person back or purgatory or whatever it was. Um, and Satan's ass crack. Satan's ass crack. And ultimately deciding not to do that. Again, a very Doom Patrol thing to do. There's a great line. I think this is right after the funeral where Cliff talks to uh, Kay about her powers. Um, oh, I think that's why they're with the car. She's like, She's decided maybe she just wants to get an apartment and paint it. That's it. And he says, uh, you can take over the Justice League. Pants Superman. I was like, that's fun. Very Uh, fun. Uh, But before we move off of Rita. Go ahead. um, I really liked the the Larry Rita scene. I thought that was was sort of the scene I was waiting for where Larry got to sort of be real and not be such a, a downer and their relationship was sort of central to the doom patrol they were always the two that were there i think the most so i really appreciated that and uh, just a, a note on avi maria i want at my funeral i want you guys to burst into song as well oh, oh yeah, no problem just Humpty find dance. the right spot though no i was gonna say here comes the hot stepper but find the right <laughs> moment <laughs> i don't know if we can okay. get the right, right moment Anytime there's wow, like, a, I'll just the fact that you know wall. that means you're the right guy <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Um, what else will we do? You oh, know, that's it, just going to end up be me shouting Ave Maria. You know, Ave I mean? Maria. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. So then we get the the whole goodbye scene. Everybody starts separating, and Cliff surprisingly is the first one to go. He's going to head to Florida to be with his grandson, which makes a lot of sense. I should have written down who wait, wait. Yeah, what? It was hilarious the way they like watched it and then wanted to watch it again and then kind of mm-hmm. fell asleep and woke up. Read his ass. Very sweet. Very that whole scene meta. was very sweet. I loved them being on the couch together. I loved everybody snuggling. Again, like they don't want to leave. They don't want to end. They do ultimately like each other. And that's a nice thing to drive in on right before everybody separates as well. So 
Um, it's really nice. It, and I want you guys to, again, when I die and you're practicing, here come the hot man, this is a, I got to take notes on all this stuff we got to do when you die. This sucks, bro. I want, <laughs> after the funeral, after the funeral, when you guys crush the song, I want you to sit down and listen <laughs> to the first episode of Comic Book Club. Uh, oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. That'll be Hard fun. Hard that. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Audio's probably real bad. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Dude, Cliff Kavaisian, I think this was Cliff said this. You, We may all be fractured, but that doesn't mean we can't be whole. And yeah. then she says, you're a whole? Oh, I fell out. That was such a great But response. that's a great line. And again, that gets it to is? the core. There's so many different things. I know I'm saying this over and over, but there's so many things that get to the core of the Doom Patrol and the core of the human experience, the fact that, like, we don't need to make ourselves purely just like these incredible human beings that have everything figured out because that's not how living works. You can be broken. You can have your pain. You can own that. But still, you can leave, live a good life at the same time. It's all about just tiny little baby steps moving forward. Um, and that's that's I kind of think what we got with Jane if we want to talk about her ending because she's looking Kay? at apartments Kay, sorry uh she's looking at apartments she wants to paint but ultimately what she decides Somewhere. is to take a step forward in intimacy and go into space with Casey they have a 500 square foot spaceship they get a kitten a space kitten out of somewhere yeah, and ultimately kid. kiss which is what Kay has been afraid of all along is true emotional intimacy with another person. So I thought that was a really, really lovely ending for the character. What did you guys think? Yeah. I mean, as we all know from seeing Marvel movies, if you get a cat in space, that thing is not a cat. It's something else. So, uh, you know, they're taking care of some kind of wild monster, but it was very adorable. Uh, the two of them in space and kind of, you know, that, that spaceship was bigger than a lot of apartments I've had in New York City. So, you know, plenty of room in there. Yeah. Do you think it's the sort of thing where That's... the toilet was right next to the kitchen? I saw one of those oh, in New yeah. York and that was like, oh, yeah. No thanks. That's the real intimacy you have to um, be afraid of. <laughs> yeah. Like living in a space like that. That, yeah, that space uh, ship is going to make or break that relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Space That's ship. Nice. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, great spaceship. The yeah. When Casey walks out, I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot about her. And it felt like Jane was sort of, Kay was sort of like, oh yeah, I forgot about my deep connection with this other character that's not mm. around. Always. It also made me miss Dorothy a little bit. I know they yeah. referred to her, but like that's a character that they should have brought back for the finale. Maybe they couldn't figure out where to put her in everything. But like I was talking about a couple of episodes back, she feels like the person that could have taken over do better and start something new and fresh and better. But I guess not. That's a great call. Like seeing her just stepping out at the end before you go to the cliff scene, being like, all right, open for business. And then like nine crazy things happening or something. Or her and Madame Rouge could do that together. I feel like that, that would have been a nice little coda for her. Well, why don't we jump over to Madame Rouge's finale then? She has a great conversation with Cyborg. Such an interesting relationship. Like I don't... Well, the way that started was amazing. You thought it was all just... A cyborg by himself and she throws a sheet off herself because she was drunk and passed out and someone put a sheet over i thought that was hysterical that was very fun and the whole idea of can you be both good and evil which again gets to who she is 
and Vic saying, I'm gonna, I will essentially keep you in check if you go too yeah. far, I thought was great. And that last shot, having her go back to the ad farm and completely torch with the place. With a blowtorch, yeah. Ending with Michelle Gomez cackling, fire lit on Laughing. her face. Great. I, I, I mean, that, to me, lets you know the show knows what they have. You know what I mean? To have that moment, I was like, yes, you get it. You understand what we want. And it was such a just a perfect moment to have with a, such a great character. It was so cool the way they all turned around and were like, what the fuck? And then she's just smiling. Oh, just so much fun. I mean, she's, I think that's a perfect example of maybe her going too far because I was like, ooh, Cyborg's not going to like that. <laughs> I agree. It was for, to have a conversation like, can I be good and evil? And then she goes and murders a ton of people. I thought it was like, <laughs> Okay, really She's swinging like, right, one way. Come and get me. Yeah, like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, strong choices, uh, but that was fun. And I don't want to move past something that happens right before that. We get to see lots of shots of the house. Something, and say goodbye room by room. Something that um, we also saw on uh, the series finale of Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, which I think is an interesting pattern. <laughs> no, that is totally shocked me. Alex got. No, because uh, the entire time I was thinking, I was like, this is weirdly like Riverdale with that montage showing the places, everybody dying essentially at the end or going to the afterlife. It's like, all right, there we go. I guess that's just what we're doing now. That's finales, um, baby. Yeah. But it's uh, funny to have to say goodbye to rooms in shows. Yeah. Boom, boom. I appreciate it. Boom, boom, say boom, goodbye boom. to the Doom Room. There's a bunch the... of Doom Rooms. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about Larry because that was the one, that was the wildest ending, I think, to me, where particularly like we were talking about Larry being like, we've done terrible jobs and we're terrible for each other. We should all separate. And then him almost having this manic catharsis where he immediately is like, yeah. realizes the thing that everybody has known for four seasons. Oh, wait, I need to integrate with my negative spirit to protect me. He immediately realizes that, flies to the bottom of the sea, gets Rama, takes him to space, is like, it's cool, takes off his bandages, they kiss, and then they both turn into a son, I assume. It was a lot of stuff very quickly, is my point. It was, especially in a character that's been basically in stasis and sort of trapped in his bad vibes for four seasons. To have him be, have like radical transformation was a bit a bit intense, but I, I did like it all. Though I and I him flying, it's sort of swim flying and then flying. I was like, oh, look at this dude, he's badass. But the only thing I was like, wait, so now Keeg, whose whole thing was like, he should live on his own. You're affecting him. He's a son now. He doesn't get to go do stuff. Yeah. That was weird to me, too. He's a baby son. Like, with the previous negative spirit, it would make sense if they integrated. This was like, yeah. take your child and keep them in your body forever, which is strange. Yeah. It's a strange. No, don't agree and, with that philosophy as parents? You're like, no. Um, I keep trying to take my son and shove him back into my mouth, Titan style, but it, it doesn't work. Sorry, real quick. Back into your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you saying? I don't need here? to clarify. I don't need to clarify this. Stuff. <laughs> okay, just felt like you want to say back to the Who future. Are you a get get off my back. Case um, closed. No, I'm your I'm your dentist, and you got to keep that kid out of there. <laughs> keep shipping my tooths. <laughs> um, but also, where was that son? He didn't fly that far into space. Is that just like another son fucking shit up? In no, the, he became the... a son because he said that the last episode. He was like. 
I'm going to have to turn into a son. What does that mean? And then he turned into yeah, a son. But where's that son? Yeah, you can't just be a son. Oh, they just you can't add a son. Right. Yeah, you can't just add a son to the galaxy. You can't throw a one. son in there. Yeah, yeah. You can't they should like, have had hey, somebody referencing the fact that uh, the entire Earth started to boil because of what Larry did. Yeah. Because he looks like they look like they flew like just above. They didn't fly to the moon. Right. And they're to throwing the a son the out got there. Fried. I assume what they actually did is went back to the negative spirits dimension or something like that. And it looked like a sun teasing that that is eventually what's down the road. But but yeah, at the same time, there were a lot of too many weird questions raised by that ending, I think, rather than closure, even though it was very nicely filmed. One of the things I liked about Larry and the ending that we got is when him and Rita were talking and Larry kind of breaks down and was like, you were the first person to accept me you were the one that really made a difference in my life and i was very moved by that so like for him to kind of go through all of this it felt like when he kind of was cleaning out his stuff and doing a horrible job of putting clothes in that locker at the base of his bed there i mean it was stuff hanging out i mean you can't just shut that on top of clothes i mean that's just a horrible move but the like mm-hmm. finding that fabric and then kind of realized getting a plan i like that i like the 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 kind of rita kind of propulsion of him into the next kind of move for for him yeah and that was flashback nice. was really cool yeah to all of his stuff yes it, it was it was nice uh but it was definitely the one where i was like whoa that was quick a lot of stuff happened why don't we speaking of not a lot of stuff happening let's talk about cyborg who is basically like we were joking about earlier just teaching a robotics class i like the core message there that you don't have to be a superhero and save the world instead just be a teacher you know be a teacher like if you can't do teach exactly and learn and you know Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know how that connects to Cyborg's arc over the course of the four seasons. And I would even argue something that we've talked about incessantly over the course of the show. I, I don't know if Cyborg made sense for Doom Patrol. Like they kept trying so hard and occasionally it really worked. I like the actor. I've had fun watching a lot of the stuff, but it always felt like they got this cyborg show on the side. And I then... think what you're not realizing, Alex, is cyborg is the perfect answer to the problem that we have in schools right now. Nobody's going to come into school with a gun if fucking cyborg is there because he would shoot you first. You know what I mean? So hmm. I just you know. that's a good message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that one out loud. <laughs> I guess my big question they... about cyborg at the end there is why does he need to wear a tracksuit over his robot parts, which are essentially clothes anyway? That's a great point, but maybe he feels naked because it's like uh, so just normally extra he's cold. shiny skin. Normally, he's walking around naked uh, until he goes into the classroom and puts on his tracksuit. Well, I think as a TA, you can't be showing so many tats. You know what I mean? You want to keep that kind of. It's right there in the name, because... T and A. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where it came from traditionally. Right. Well, and I, because <laughs> I agree with you, a Vic's whole thing in this show has always been a little odd, and then just this season. The thing where he's like, look, you students, you're going to do so much and change the world. And the only thing they do is like build that tiny robot and help him in the future save Doom Patrol, right? Yeah. And, but well, they essentially do it by being like, oh, yeah, the time portal was always there. <laughs> so yeah. very similar to the Doom Patrol, they don't do much. Guys, tiny yeah. robots is the future. I don't know why tiny you don't robots. understand that. Very true. Mm. Anyway, why don't we move on from that and go to the last and biggest thing where we end, which is Cliff. 
we get so many poignancy it's like we talked about here in florida we get finally he takes the bit off and touches rory and rory bites his finger very fun, fun. pay off fun. of that i thought that was great um oh we didn't mention sorry before we end with that uh rita is in the yeah. afterlife and she gets to be reunited with malcolm the guy she fell in love with back in time in the ant farm i thought it's that was fucked a up he had the mask on, though. I, thought, I was like, yeah, don't play the with mask Rita's emotions. I, was I was like, we, uh, you know, we don't have to. Hey, remember that? You know. Ah, remember right. this weird I moment we had? I thought it was yeah. lovely. Give her a lovely little happy ending in the afterlife. I thought that was nice. Uh, but then Cliff, as we mentioned, so he realizes. And I thought, I mean, this is good, but I was glad they did this. They weren't like, yay, I ate Isabel's toenail and now my Parkinson's is cured. He still has Parkinson's, and ultimately that's the thing that takes his life. Um, I'm trying to think how to phrase this without Pete getting mad at me, but I'm glad that they did that, that they didn't forget about that, you know? That they didn't take an easy, magical way out. Yeah, that was that was really nice. I also, you know, the buildup of the mitt, I was really worried about the delivery of that, but the fact that they kind of de-escalated instead of it being like this huge, like I'm taking off the mitt. I think they handled it in such a kind of like non-event way, but it was an event kind of thing. So I, I, I felt like that was really well done. Yeah. And the line that happens a little bit before the last scene, I thought I was coming home to live, but maybe I just came home to die. That's rough. That's a rough thing to say to somebody, right? Like, Hey, I'm here to die. It's like, great. Thanks. I say that every day when I get home from work. Wow. Oh, nice. Which is what I'm doing right now in the basement. <laughs> the, uh, and like we talked about the montage at the end, I thought was absolutely lovely showing Rory's whole life, doing flashbacks to Cliff's whole life. Um, just really, really beautifully done. The shot of going back and forth in the car and cool. moving through time that way. Very cool. Very well done. Really well I mean, blocked out. Come on. Yeah, well well directed. And it really, you know, put a point on the great cycle of life. Like um, you're born, you make, you live, you make children, you become a robot, and then you die. Yep. Yeah. And then your car, don't forget about the car part. I did one little moment that I'll call out, which was like the punctuation for the Rory whole life storyline is him getting to meet his own grandson and then the grandson holding his finger, the same finger that has that can touch things. Without, you know, putting too fine a point on it, I thought that was a really nice thematic thing to throw in there. And let me just say, like, it feels like Rory started out doing pretty well, and then he made some big mistakes, and we don't see what happens. <laughs> we don't see any, like, did he Closure blow his that? life up? Yeah. Yeah. Did he turn into That's his the dad or grandpa? Yeah. Rory I, I, I did think the the... Though the K and uh, Cliff kind of goodbye where he flicks her off as he drives away was such mm-hmm. a fun, you know, and he's like, fuck you too, Tin Man. Was, she was, I just, their relationship was great. And the fact that uh, they kind of really put a nice button on it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Great show. Any other final notes before we start to wrap up here? Um, I just like, they really had time to epilogue these characters when I was watching it and the big plot was resolved and the Rita stuff was happening. I was like, oh, this show's over and there's still a full half of it left. So I was like, oh, they're going to really take the time to to see and do all this stuff. So that was very satisfying. Yeah. 
Great show. Uh, listen, I just want to say I to kind of like wrap up here at the end. I'm just so happy that four years ago, we the three of us decided to start covering the show, start podcasting the show. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? No right? outside provocation of any kind. Our idea. Why? Our, Why? our idea. Don't throw uh, and that was great. That was a great idea that the three of us had together. Stop. And together. So consistently over four years, not jamming it into essentially, I want to say one year or anything like that. Just really good. We're, we're good guys, you know? <laughs> we're good. We are good guys. And That's you know what? Message. No consequences. That's what I got to say. If you... <laughs> Oh, don't say that! <laughs> if you would like to support the show and all the shows, here come the hot stepper, Alex. Here come the hot stepper. <laughs> How many more can we jam in before the end? I will mention we have a lot of other podcasts you can listen to. We, we do have a lot of other recap podcasts. They're all on comicbookclublive.com. But if you want to support us, Patreon.com/slash/comicbookclub. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about Doom Patrol, even though it is over. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show at Comic Book Live on X slash Twitter, Comic Book Club Live on TikTok and Instagram, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. And now for the last time, a Pete Ooh. of advice from Pete LePage. Pete, take us out. What is your best piece of advice? Listen, sometimes people die and uh, you might get pressured to join a superhero team, but just, you know, work on yourself. And then if maybe you want to go to space, you can do that. But be careful of cats. Space cats are the wow. worst. I'm really going to miss advice. these incredibly relatable pieces of advice. Thank you so much. And I just want to say well thought out and clearly <laughs> planned in advance. Clearly <laughs> is my planned. I definitely wasn't in a like, wide-eyed oh, panic. <laughs> yeah, why? What? And we should also say shouts to Stray Bullets uh, for um, making sort of us making do us this. this. Thank you, Stray. Yes, for real. Thank You're you. The thank best. you. Uh, this is great. What an incredible journey. Um, we will check you next time. Incredible journey. And, and just, I know my funeral is getting a little bit busy with events, uh, but could you could you play this there? This episode? This podcast? Oh, this. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I was I think waiting everybody would to hear like what to you hear were. It. I, I was hoping you were going to play MC Hammer. Play this. Justin farts for one full minute. Wow. No consequences indeed. I'm sorry, that's a consequences shitting the bed. It's a very consequences shitting the bed.